hot, several months old mutagenics news. Oh, I just pooped my pants. Where we operate on valve time because we missed last week's episode. Joining me this week is Gordon Freeman, who's Adam Owen. He's a silent protagonist like that. Um, Matthew Turner, a head crab. Hello. And Maddie Shoestring, a genital crab. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't say hi. I, I, I now feel bad because I didn't say hi. I feel bad because I didn't say hi, so, um, quack. Yes, Adam Owens, um, well-known catchphrase. What game are you playing in the background, Adam? Hmm? What game are you playing in the background? Right now I'm playing Donald Duck going quackers. <laughs> going quack good? Um, how is it? Quackers and cheese. It's, it's Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it's just Crash Bandicoot. But, yeah, it's all right, I mean... I did play Gex too, so anything's good. So Crash Bandicoot was popular for a bit, so I can't see uh, uh, what what could possibly be wrong with that game. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I like Crash Bandicoot games when hmm. Naughty Dog did them, but eh. yeah, oh, they used to do Crash. Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> That's not very bad anymore. I've never played The Last of Us, so. I'm just going to have to go on Donald Duck going quackers. <laughs> it seems the superior choice. For a game not made by them. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a... There are some connective strands of thought that link the two games together. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't... So Donald Duck going quackers wasn't made by Naughty Dog, though. Was it? No. I'm sure, no, no, I'm sure so. there's... <laughs> I'm sure there's dark themes like Donald Duck being a quack addict. I'm going to... Uh... There are bits like whenever he gets hit, then he just flies into a rage, like into a giant puff of smoke with fists coming out of it, which I do think represents several similar themes that The Last of Us has. Yes, yeah, those feelings, you know. Um... Emotions. Emotions. How many polygons does it have? I actually counted seven. Oh, it... Seven emotions, that's quite a lot. Is Ellen no, Page <laughs> I think Ellen Page was Daisy. Yeah. Okay. The Daisy sense. Duck. He says. But in the same way that you um, uh, are going to judge um, uh, The Last of Us without playing it on uh, on Donald Duck going quackers, <laughs> I am going to uh, judge um, the next Rare game by uh, Mario 64. Can only go up. Horrible. horrible that's, that's probably the best news Ray I've heard all day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're going to get great reviews from me because I'll just play the wrong game. So, do we do games of the week yet, or what? What do we do? I've been playing know. a game. What, which, which one? Which game? Uh, have you been? Uh, Company of Heroes Two. Oh, you just finished it, huh? Yeah, I, I finished it today. It took me. F- 14 or 15 hours, just um, the single-player campaign. It's it's very good. It's um, <clears throat> those games they uh, 
there's, there's a real sense of like um, impact and weight in the explosions. It's really good sound design. So it sounds like, you know, a war is happening at you. Nice. So they're kind of chunky. You could say that, yeah. It's uh, it's not like, you know, StarCraft where just soldiers run in and get shot. It's it's about, you know, taking cover behind the rubble and walls and whatnot. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so is it yeah. kind of uh, a realistic... I, I don't know. I've never played a Company of Heroes game. So... The, you know, it, it's it tries to be as realistic as a game can be, you know, and still be fun. Okay. So, so it's know, not armor, but it yeah, on the scale of kind of uh, Black Ops to armor, where where are we seeing? Uh, I'd imagine it, it'd be nearer to armor. It's nearer to armor, yes, because like the tanks are probably like um, a normal tank can't be hurt by. If it's uh, you know has thick enough uh, armor on it, like a tiger tank, it can't be hurt by smaller, like cal- caliber guns. So you need a big gun to take out big armor. Mm-hmm. Or you could just chip away at it for an hour. So, so you have to like position tanks in in the behind it or lower it into a trap or something. Good times. That's cool. Well, I'm not I'm not one for. Uh kind of realistic military shooters, but... Well, it's a RTS game. Oh, it's RTS, okay. Um, uh... I've got, yeah, I mean, I've got, comp- I've got I've got the first game on my Steam account right now. I'll, I'll have to so... get around to it. I've, I've always planned on trying it. Uh, I have get, it too. Get the new Steam version, though, because they used to have one where you had to create an account and log in, in inside the game, inside Steam. But they have a new oh, okay. Steam... Steam version now that just goes past that, so you don't have to do that crap. That's interesting, actually. Um, think about, uh, you know, people are kind of worried about DRM, uh, you know, things being always on, and what happens when the servers don't support it. So imagine uh, SimCity, which yes. has uh, recently been uh, cracked, as we know. Of course. Woo-hoo. Um, Woo. So imagine that um, EA decided that SimCity was going to be always online, um, which they did. And then, but once the game started getting less popular and it was kind of Steam sale territory, yeah. um, maybe, and they don't really want to support the servers anymore, maybe they release a version to Steam um, where you uh, don't have to be online. I don't think they would they ever give it. it to Steam. I think EA are, they're going into full asshole mode. and I don't think they're what, going to, to surrender, so to speak. Would they a keep it on Origin or or two, release a separate games, like have a new version of SimCity that you have to pay for again well, so maybe, you can play it offline? Maybe they do some kind of asshole version, you know. Uh, sorry, I mean deluxe version, um, <laughs> in which <laughs> they, you know, you get all the DLC that's probably in. I don't know. I don't play SimCity at all because I just. I stayed clear of it entirely. I'm sure there's a ton for like, uh, you know, commercials and cars and mm-hmm. Mountain Dew, and there's already stuff like that, isn't it? For cars. Yeah. And... This is an issue that's come up as well with Dark Spore. I mean, I've never heard of that game before. Mm-hmm. Except that it's a sequel to Spore that no one liked, I think. Oh, I remember that. It's oh, it's really quite good, though. Is it? I heard people it? liked it, yeah. Um, I like Spore overall. What, um, other 
other ideas I heard was um, it's Diablo meets Spore. Yeah. Either way, yeah, because it was a kind of Diablo type, type the of thing. But the, the DRM of the game meant that um, once the servers shut down, which they did, you cannot play the game anymore. Fantastic. The game is forever forbidden for human eyes. Forbidden! Unless you crack it, of course. You can't play it legally anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. You cannot play it legally. You have to pirate it. There's no other option if you want to play the game. Well, can you imagine then if, you know, at the end of the cycle, of the product cycle, they then released a a version of Darkspore which didn't require that? Darkspore, I I had heard it was enjoyable at least, uh, despite, you know, its um, obvious issues. Yeah, but I mean, even even the fact that people are saying, "Oh, why can't I play this game anymore?" does kind of show that at least someone wanted to play it at some point. Uh, well, I mean, we're losing lots of MMOs to this because none of the servers are, you know, being archived anywhere. There are private so, servers. Sometimes, you know, the diehards mm, keep it alive. I mean, I'm a I'm an MMO player, um, and I know for a fact that there are people who, because they don't like a certain change in the latest World of Warcraft patch or the expansion, and yeah. they will archive a server and host their own uh, private server, um, which doesn't have that change in it, or is from a couple of expansions back. Um, cool. And so that's that's kind of cool that, they, that they're doing that. So, I mean, if we're trying to make a library that contains every video game ever made ever... Are we good up until this point? Yeah, I, I think people are. I mean, there are people who just their main focus is, you know, they're working on projects um, that do kind of. There are the main focus is archiving games from ages ago. I think well, the yeah, issue is the ones. whether or not people get to play it. But, I mean, there's that's the thing that I find sticky about emulation, for example. All of the games that are lost in legal limbo, so just licensed games, which will never be released on a virtual console mm. because of how difficult it is. I mean, yes, DuckTales is going to be remastered, but I assume it's a nightmare Woo-hoo. to even think of. Mm. It's going to be a nightmare to think of how to get the original NES version on yeah. any of the consoles. Yeah, and the same with uh, Mickey Mouse, what's it, Mansion of whatever. Um, there's so many different but, owners for one thing now it's like they one guy owns one part another owns the music another owns the you know the name yeah so it's horrible yeah uh, I mean the, the whole idea of remaking all of these games works up to a point I mean apparently that Turtles and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Snow's remake was naff mm. but yeah, um, I mean they're they're remaking uh, Mickey Mouse Castle, Castle of Illusion, and I think to get around some of the, um, you know, using some stuff they've had uh, Greg yeah. Kirkhope redo all the uh, audio, uh, sorry, all, yeah, well all the audio, all the uh, soundtracks and everything, mm. which I think is pretty cool. Problem is, it's it uh, costs too much to bring certain uh, games back then. So it's 
some things will just be lost. Well, I mean, did you ever hear of the game um, Gods? It was an old platformer from way back, uh, probably about the nineties-ish. Um, well, uh, it was a very, very obscure game, and I had it on a floppy disk, uh, nice. and on my uh, Acorn uh, PC. And it was wonderful, and I played it. It was incredibly hard. But it's impossible to get get hands on, apart from people have archived it, you know, because they they are quite simple games. I guess it was fairly easy to archive those. Yeah. Um, and it's need an emulator or anything like that, so it's okay. It's uh, you know the guys that did um, the Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Yeah. yeah. I love stuff like that because yeah, I love the game to begin with, and it's. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it puts it, one and two together, I think. Yeah, well, no, the, the, the second one isn't out yet. But oh, it okay. had the expansion packs. But, you know, it's one of those games that I still have, I still own. But I will rebuy it just to make it simpler and easier. Mm. Oh, yeah, I have Baldur's Gate on five CDs. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, that I think that, that was another game that had problems recently. With, they took down the iOS version. Yeah, what's, what's up, up with that? Some... Yeah, it was licensing stuff, like legal stuff. Apparently, it was, apparently it was Atari that raised problems with it. Really? The, well, hmm. whatever form Atari's taking right now. Right. But they raised a copyright issue over the Baldur's Gate license. No, really. Is it like the setting, maybe? You know, it, they own the Sword Coast, so to say. They own the world. Because the Forgotten Realms. Mm, I, I, I really don't know. It may be something to do with whoever. It can't be. It can't have anything to do with the Dungeons and Dragons license because, well, Capcom have only just released their arcade game, and I think it might just have something to do with the original Baldur's Gate games and Atari might. Have well, it was made by some... Black Hat, wasn't it? Yeah, but then they bought was bought up by um, Atari at one point, and then they started making Neverwinter Night, Nights games instead. Oh, it's all gone. It's all horribly confusing. Gone tits. Um, no, mm. but uh, that's interesting. I think I do find it's an interesting uh, concept of games becoming impossible to obtain, and that's what scares me about stuff like um, the Xbox One's uh, kind of always online stuff where uh, at some point down the lo- down the road you know now I can still play my N64 games but am I going to be able to play my Xbox One games if I choose, you know if I buy it and leave it for a, a few years well at the end of the day you can always play every game ever made ever on the PC yeah pretty so much that's good mm-hmm. it always I mean, everything except maybe PS3 because the cell processor is a bitch to emulate but right. other than that you can play pretty much any game Download it. Well, I bought a um, PS3 recently um, for £60, which was damn good off eBay. I found one for even cheaper, but with no controller. Ah, you see, that's... that's the controller is like about £60, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want someone else's old used controller. Yeah, that's true. So you bought a PS3 for about that. the same as you would normally buy... You bought it for about the same as you would buy a special edition of The Last of Us. Pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's a decent deal. Even even if I find out that it doesn't work, I haven't actually plugged it in and tried it yet. Uh, even if I find out that it doesn't work, I've got a PS3 controller for sixty quid, which isn't actually that bad. <laughs> Um, so I'll just sell you. I'll, I'll sell you that one. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm happy with that, and I've been looking for games to play. I've got a week uh, house sitting coming up, so I'm going to have a load of time to play console games. Ooh. And so I'm looking for games to play. So I'm thinking I'm going to uh, try and get my hands on The Last of Us tomorrow, um, and then move on to somewhere else. But I can't really think where to go. Maybe I've I've never been that interested in Metal Gear games. I played Metal Gear Solid Two, um, with what's his name, floppy hair. Um, and oh, floppy. I didn't like him. Uh, he was just like a a weird limp dicked kind of boring. It was the talking. I mean, I I, I stood stood there Gave listening too to much him talk. Talking, wine. They do, and if if you know dialogue's done well, if um. I'm sure the the stories are really interesting in Metal Gear, but if the dialogue's done well, not done well, and the kind of pacing's not done right, I don't, I can't get into games like that. Ever. Yeah. Dialogue? <laughs> There's no dialogue in Metal Gear Solid. It's all action all the time. Always, always. <laughs> no cutscenes. So no much. Way. There's so much just pressing A. You know, just waiting for people to finish a conversation that you've, have, you've already got been done with. Yeah. All I love how Half the conversations as well are just nothing. I mean, I love Metal Gear, but most of those conversations are are just Hideo Kojima's brain collapsing within itself. It's like fan fiction. He's writing fan fiction about like uh, some sort of uh, what's it called, Mac- MacGyver, but more violent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I don't know. I'm, so I'm not going to go not gonna jump straight into Metal Gear. Um, and some other things. I I recently started playing Dark Souls on the PC. Um, oh, I hear it's a bad port. It yeah. is a pretty bad port. I'm playing it on um, with an Xbox controller, and I'm using it on a TV. So it's basically I'm just basically playing it on Xbox. That is how I want to do it. I want to get a controller and run it through like the big picture mode. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was doing. Uh, I've, I tried out Steam Big Picture actually. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy, right? It's not a lot of fiddling or um, if, if, if the it's, game it's very easy. Yeah, absolutely, it's very easy, and the the whole typing system is very oh, yeah? very strange. Um, so the idea is that you uh, I saw a video of the typing system. It looks really neat. Yeah, you use the left analog stick. Um, there's there's clumps of letters, so there's four four letters, uh, in each axis of the control stick. So if you want to access A, B, C, and D, you put the left control stick up. And then if you want to use, say, A, then you press, um, maybe it'll be A. Um, and then maybe if you want to press... Uh, I think it's ironically the Y button. Is it the Y button? Okay. The one the one on top, yeah. Yeah, and then it goes goes around in a kind of clockwise fashion. So B, uh, B is on B, C is on A, and D is on X. And then so you can get to every single letter of the alphabet via the the medium of a control stick movement and a button press. It's not that fast, but it is innovative. It's way faster than scrolling around the keyboard. I mean, yeah. just having a small button that moves around the keyboard and then you click mm-hmm. a button to select that. 
Yeah. Way faster. I could see something like Xbox Live and, and you know, uh, PSN stuff using that type of thing. Ah, uh, who knows. But, um, I, yeah, I've started to play Dark Souls. Enjoying it, I think. I think. Uh, you think? I think. Because for the first probably about eight hours or so, I say eight hours, I don't know, I just looked on my kind of Steam thing and it said I've been playing for eight hours at one point, and I think that's because I just left it standing there for a while. Um, but for the first few hours, I didn't know why I was failing uh, at the combat, because it is so obtuse. So I didn't really know how to um, parry properly, I didn't know um, how combat was supposed to really play out, and therefore I, I, I felt like I, I just didn't know how to improve, you know? And then I started... Uh, eventually, I started improving. And from then on, it has become really rewarding uh, combat. So yeah, losing I mean, became fun when you were able to improve yourself. Yeah, yeah. But for that first few... For that first little while, that's where I'd like uh, a little bit more tutorial. I mean, I know it's, an, it's supposed to be a punishing game and a hard game, but I just like the basics explained. Uh, and it does, does that in terms of marks on the floor where it tells you if you press this button this thing will happen but other than that that's the entire that's all the tutorial you get yeah i mean i had a similar experience with a different game because i tried to demo for monster hunter 3 where um you had to go kill a ginormous bunny thing mm -hmm. the demo lasts about half an hour i have sp i spent about 25 minutes just wailing on this bunny yeah, and it it just it eventually hit me. I don't think I'm doing anything. <laughs> I've been hitting this bunny for the last 25 minutes. I'm obviously doing something wrong. Um, I eventually find it cheap, and I realised that there was an entire tutorial section that the demo forgot to mention to me. Nice, uh, nice. So the game suddenly made a lot more sense once I actually figured out that. Mm. There's a, you can't just run in to go get the, the bunny. You have to go find different items everywhere. You have to upgrade it, all of your stuff. You have to figure out when you're going to eat. You have to figure out when you're going to raise your energy. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much Dark Souls, but through JRPG yeah. logic. Um, I, I had a similar experience, actually, with Morrowind. Oh, you mentioned that name. Oh, I'm so happy now. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I had that experience with Morrowind. I, I played uh, Morrowind on the original Xbox. Yes. Uh, which isn't a great port. It's very long loading times. Um, but other than that, it's the same game. However, the problem was that, again, with Morrowind, it doesn't give you a great deal of tutorial. No, not really. So you jump in... And Morrowind, for people who don't know, I guess, and can't use Google, is the uh, is Elder Scrolls, the one before Oblivion. Yeah, Elder Scrolls yeah. Three. Yeah, all I remember is that you get you get off the boat, you're in the town, you walk across some muddy beaches, and then you give up. Yeah, <laughs> you walk across a muddy beach into some mountains. Look, I killed the crab. A sky, a sky thingy, uh, like a giant pterodactyl bird. Uh, bites you to death or something and you're yeah. like why actually the first thing I did in the game actually was go outside the starting town um, into the wilderness 
and on a hill I found a um, dead corpse, just a corpse of a man. And I didn't know what it was or why it was there. Um, and so I looked on his corpse and he had a, a robe, a magician's robe and um, like a dagger and something called the Scroll of Icarian Flight. Oh, I know just who you're talking about now. <laughs> what happens when you um, use the Scroll of Icarian Flight in Morrowind is it sets your um, acrobatics skill to, like, 500 out of... You know, normally you, you, your, your acrobatics skill starts at about 10. Um, and probably by the end of the game, you might have it to 100. It sets it to about 500. <laughs> and but only for about 10 seconds so what happens is you jump you jump higher than it should be possible to go in that game and it wears off before you hit the ground <laughs> and that's what happened to the guy you found yeah <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't there's no lead into that that's just a thing you find and that's why i loved oblivion that's why i love morrowind that's in a way why i love skyrim although it feels a little less it's um, a little spontaneous. Uh, it's a little tighter. It's more tucked in, I'd say. It's yeah, everything seems. No, to I'd, be say the, I'd say the glitches do. Re- the glitches do help you replicating some of that. I mean, when you're watching a pair of giants just walking about being giants, then a big tribe of bandits who were chasing you decide, "I'm going to go have a go at those giants." The giant smacks it down, and one of the bandits just flies into the air. Like, about 10 yeah. seconds. Team, Ro- Team Rocket style. They just fly into the air and you're that's, just stuck. That's what stuck happens there when, when you get hit by a giant, the... isn't it? What the I mean, there were those early glitch videos where mammoths were flying across the air <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's legendary. I love that. Um, but no, I did like Skyrim, but I did never put ne- I didn't put nearly as much time into Skyrim as I did Oblivion and Morrowind. Me it just too. didn't feel as spontaneous as the previous games at all. They're, they're, they have um, ever since they started with Oblivion. You can't kill anyone you want anymore. They're so you can kill. Yeah, them. you can't kill children. Yeah. yeah, that's horrible. But you can't like <laughs> normal villagers. If say you know I like that guy's house, I'm gonna follow him in and stab him in the face and take his house. Mm. You could do that in Morrowind with only like three people you couldn't kill. But in uh, you know, Skyrim, it's every other guy, you know, because he has a quest. Yeah. A sort, you know. Yeah, he just goes unconscious. Yeah, so I, I want to get Skyrim. I have it for the, for the 360, but I want it for the PC, just so I can mod that out and break the game and just play how mm-hmm. I want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do. I understand why they did it, because they put a lot of work into the various quests in the game, and they don't want you to get halfway through a quest and then find, find out, you know, halfway through a really long quest chain in which you don't get any rewards halfway through, um, and then you get to the end, and the guy you're supposed to talk to to turn it in and get your reward is dead because you stole his house. Yeah, but I want to fuck around and kill people. <laughs> and that's and just, fair enough, yeah. And that is fair enough. Fill a house full of cheese. <laughs> the duplication bugs in Oblivion were legendary. I loved getting, going to the top of the um, uh, tallest building in, in, in Oblivion and duplicating uh, watermelons. Oh, yes. I didn't like Oblivion very much. It felt very dull compared to the other ones. It was it was very uh, traditional 
fantasy. Fantasy, absolutely it was. And I think that's what it needed because it brought Elder Scrolls to the mainstream. Fair yeah, enough. Bi- bigger audience. Yeah, it, it was how I got into it. And However, I do think that... It suffered a little bit. It did suffer a little bit from it because if you think about Morrowind, uh, and guys, do go back and play Morrowind. I heartily recommend it. Um, you've got those huge water strider things, which is your method of fast travel. Yeah, it's a, it's a giant insect with a yeah. four-story tall that's just a taxi. And there's floating weird, and there's like mushroom cities, and everything is either one of the an first, ash. It's so, so weird. One of the it's first so, places you go to is basically a city made out of mushrooms. Yeah. It's it's a very magical game. It's very alien, and it's yes, you know, that's a good way to describe it. Alien. Unlike Oblivion and Skyrim, which is you know Skyrim is very very Tolkien, I'd say. Uh, so, Oblivion is very traditional um, RPG style. It treads old ground. Skyrim, yeah. I felt, is very political. Uh, it tries to add aspects of law. It tries to kind of shoehorn, I suppose, aspects of law into your gameplay when you ex- you know, normally wouldn't do. So, in my, yeah, for instance, you've got things that you weren't aware of in the previous games. For instance, let's say the whole uh, high elves versus uh, dark elves business, yeah, uh, and high elves trying to take over everywhere business, um, and then being massive racists and all the things about the stormcloaks and the imperials. Very, very political stuff going on in that game. Whereas, so, Oblivion... so it's like if J.R.R. and uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? George R.R. had a baby. In a way, uh, but d- done worse than they would, I think. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it's in, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting world they have, they have made for themselves. It always has been interesting. I mean, it, it was you... kind of yeah. If you delve yeah. deeper into into um, the books, into the books, into Morrowind, even the, like Morrowind's fantastic for having those little guys who will give so much exposition on, um, you know, how they're getting along, how their society is getting along, that sort of yeah. thing. Um, uh, obviously, there there is the whole. There's still the problem in Morrowind, as there always has been in Skyrim, in Oblivion, as um, a lot of breadth, but not a great deal of depth to the world. So you do get uh, immersion broken quite frequently by um, guards telling you that certain things, are, you know, the same, saying the same line over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but, we, have, uh, we just have to mention the arrow mm-hmm. business. I'm sorry. Go on. Of course. Uh, but uh, you, you do get immersion broken in, in that way, but I feel like there are these these flash points of um, where the world opens up. So those feelings, Bethesda's always been great at making worlds in which you feel um, like there is so much more to this world than you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fallout 3, when you first step out of the vault, um, the uh, light bloom hits you and suddenly desert. From that very claustrophobic environment you've got uh, inside the vault, you're suddenly then, you're, the light bloom hits and everything's revealed to you and you can go in any direction and you, you feel yeah. great about it. It's yeah, basically no, telling you, you, it's telling you, go play. Yeah, absolutely. And the same, the same happens with Oblivion, where you step out of the sewers and suddenly light bloom, you can go anywhere. Um, 
by channeling you for those first few minutes, it doesn't give a great impression of the game. It does give you a tutorial, but it doesn't give a great impression of the game. However, once you reach the kind of 15 minute mark and you finish that, that and, and that openness just hits you in the face. Um, that felt really great to me, and that's something I've, I've, I've tried to uh, find in every other game. I, uh, well, especially yeah, I mean, in the games. I mean, the only time I feel like Bethesda have done a really good intro, like before that moment when you enter the world, was Fallout 3, where you go for the whole life cycle with Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's all about being born and dying. You play a character from his birth, literally from his birth to his death. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's really cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the the whereas in stark contrast, the intro to Skyrim is absolutely pathetic. I don't like that one at all. It's too long, and it's I have to wait around for too much. It's so cinematic. It's just the wrong way to introduce your game. Skyrim isn't a isn't a cinematic game. Yeah, there's a couple of places where oh look, a dragon came out and I it looked nice, but it's not the kind of game you you're buying into. So by making an intro in which you're sat in a car, unable to move, listening to some people talk about a world that you don't care about, um. Saying words you don't even know yet. Exactly, yeah. And then you yeah. are suddenly um, told that these people are going to kill you. Um, and then you're suddenly told, uh, oh, there's dragons. Also, would you like to side with your captors? <laughs> I just... Because I think the problem... I mean, in Oblivion, it's before you do anything you pick your character you edit it so that it's got a big nose or something mm. you choose what your class is you choose what what you look like basically while with um, Skyrim it happens just before your execution meaning that there's really no chance of them actually executing you yeah so mm. the entire bit is sort of it's always at the back of your head why are we going through the whole execution thing as if it's actually going to happen? I've literally only just made my character. If they yeah. were going to have that bit, they should have waited until you picked a side to choose from, a.k.a. the side that didn't just try to execute you. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really hope there's a mod that like makes it so that they actually do execute you, so that you can trick someone. He's like, he he gets to the execution, he makes his character, he expects to be released, ex but no, the axe just falls down, he's dead. You spawn with there goes, a, a randomly generated there go, character somewhere else. Yeah. So, did you guys, how do you guys play the Elder Scrolls games, by the way? Did you play it in terms of you made your character and your character was a character? Did you roleplay that, or did you kind of just go, I want to beat this game, I want to explore this game, whatever? Uh, I'm a good guy, usually. So I, can, I just I can do the good thing. Yeah, shut up. No one cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a case of no. me trying my hardest to go through the main plot at first. Being like, oh, what's all this about dragons being back and all and um, all of that, the malarkey. Yeah. But then you find out about all the side quests they find. That's when the game is properly interesting for me. Uh, I can say I almost never do the quests I usually, I, I think up of a character in my head like you know, a, a treasure seeker or a mad woman living in the woods mm -hmm. and then I play that character so I just roam around setting fire to stuff, you know 
just stealing, <laughs> uh, sneaking into towns at night and stealing their stuff and ha fuck you and I leave some cheese here and there. And people still <laughs> greet you with brave traveler. Oh, <laughs> is that crazy bitch again? Run! I find I do my very best to avoid the main quest. Yeah. Um, I will very often just ignore. I I still haven't. I've, I think I've done two quests in the main quest in Skyrim. Um, I left. I think I'd played two hundred hours before I started. Um, doing the. Screw uh, this dragon business. <laughs> I'm gonna pick these flowers. I played two hundred hours of Oblivion before I started. Uh, even even took that amulet to the dude. Yeah. Um, it was just, it, it didn't interest me that much, whereas being able to explore being my own character, like, for instance, in Skyrim I played a, a wood elf thief um, who I decided had been uh, convicted of stealing because he was a skooma addict. Um, nice. And so he'd fled to the north um, and been captured by the Imperials uh, for execution, etc., etc., and immediately, obviously went to the Thieves' Guild. Uh, yeah. Do you do you collect things when you play Elder Scrolls games? Like I, I Isn't love that the whole co- point having yeah. a, having an entirely full bag and just being just a couple of, of pounds of weight off encumberment. Isn't I that like, the entire idea? Yeah, I yeah. like to find specific things to collect, like gems or books or human skulls. <laughs> yeah, you, every, I, every time you see a skull. Yeah, and I I have like two hundred skulls in a little like. Uh, vegetable garden so there's a shovel next to it so it looks like i'm burying like a mass grave in a tiny <laughs> tiny plot just a massive mass of skulls oh uh, sure please tell me you did that in skyrim where you, you you're like the jarl and you're you're like yeah. a noble in the town and then you just go inside your house and it's just, it's just the, the, the shelves are lined with human skulls yeah <laughs> so many travelers can... are going missing today damn uh, damn bandits yeah bandits <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll sort that bandit out for me. Why don't you accompany me? Uh, I, I tell you what, here's a fun thing to do, a nice place to hang out. Why don't we go to that secluded green over in in, in the forest? Uh, also, let's not bring weapons. <laughs> oh, no, that's not a weapon. It's uh, it's my carving knife. Shut up. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I I always find that once I've decided on a character in the game that I'm playing um, in the Elder Scrolls world, I will just do whatever I think that person would do. So I don't bother with the main quest because I find the main quest pretty prescriptive. It always is. I don't really care about it. It's the weakest part of any Elder Scrolls game. Morrowind one was... He didn't have one. He didn't have one. There was like a god under the mountain. That was it. Yeah. It was very... Very in the background, but you could do it right away. You can just pretty much uh, like glitch your way and do it in ten minutes if you want to. But you know, <laughs> just just, just explore. You're just having oh shit, what's that over there? Let's punch it. <laughs> See if it punches you back. Oh, it did. I know it did. I did love how there were certain things where to access this amount of game um, or this part of the game for. Um, uh, in Morrowind, you had to have spent a certain amount of time firing fireballs randomly at rats. It's just, you, you must spend this amount of time firing ra- fireballs at rats, or you must spend this amount of time casting Featherfall on yourself repeatedly, uh, or, sorry, Feather on, on yourself repeatedly, so that you can gain the Levitate spell to access this um, kind of yeah, yeah. magic university thing. 
Oh, yo, the the asshole mage cities. Yeah, the asshole mage city. Yeah, that's the one. But I, I think mm-hmm. this is enough uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, Can I just say that my favourite Skyrim was the bit where you find the Bard Academy and you kill everyone there because that's the first thing that you should be thinking of when you find the Bard Academy. Right, I'm done. <laughs> Bards are cool. I like Bard. I want to see Bards in the next one as well. I oh. don't. What? You don't like to sing? I want to play. What could you do? I want to play as a bard in in Ragnar the Red. Elder Scrolls Six. Scrolls Hero. No Bard Hero. Bard Hero. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to? Oh no, three three strings. Why haven't they made a Guitar Hero game but for bards? They have. It's called Fable (laughs) Three. Did anyone of you get that when it? Oh yeah, there's a little uh, mini game that's basically Guitar Hero, but you know, slightly simpler. Yeah, it's, it it is basically just that. Like uh, prompts come up on the screen. It's like a, it's like a, a very slow, rhythmic, quick time event uh, in which they didn't bother putting music into it, so it's just the sound of a loop playing. Yeah, bling bong dong. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's poor, but the closest you're gonna get. <laughs> The, the Fable games aren't very good, but I still kind of like that. I loved Fable I 1 so much, man. I loved it so much. They aren't good at all, but they're kind of fun. I don't, I don't know why. I love so Fable 1. The next one's going to be better. <laughs> I, played a demo, I, I played a demo of Fable to Journey, a local game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. but that's, that's not no. even a game. That's... That's, you know, that's, that's something a, else. That's the worst exercise regime I think I've ever been on. And it was only about five minutes. <laughs> it was five minutes of me just waving my hands about in a pretty packed store. So you haven't played the what's that, uh, the even worse one with the tanks and everything? What's that? Steel Battalion. Oh, Steel Battalion. Yeah. Mm, the one that doesn't mm. work. Even the developers mm. can't play it. Yeah. Which brings us on to the next uh, Witcher. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> wow. So did you guys, um, obviously, uh, for those who don't know, uh, the, the, the Polish developers of uh, The Witcher won't be able to play The Witcher 3 on their own Xbox One because they won't be able to get an Xbox One, or they wouldn't have been able to uh, had they not dropped the um, locality requirements. Oh, now they can play it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they can import it. Like the Xbox 360, which still hasn't released here. So, so now people who uh, live in those countries can make the mistake of buying an Xbox One. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it I mean, now the Xbox good. One's... It's all now about the game. Xbox One's removed a couple of those horrible features. I mean, Kinect's still there, but yeah, that was always going to still be there. There are a few games that do look good for it. Mm. That I like the well, it, it, it's too early. You can't tell. It have to, you have to wait a full year, I think, before the real mm. games start to come out. Yeah, on paper, on paper, I feel like that's that's the case. You know, I feel like the Xbox One now on paper, the feature list looks fine. It looks fine. I don't. I'm not interested in the Kinect thing. I don't want to pay that much money. It's too expensive. It's fine. Um, but I don't trust them anymore. <laughs> they, they've lost my trust. They've lost my. Uh, um, patronage of that. Well, I don't trust any of them. I don't trust Nintendo to have enough games. I don't trust mm-hmm. Sony to build something that works. 
And I don't trust Microsoft to not be dicks and try to steal as much money as possible. And you don't trust Valve to release Half-Life 3. <sighs> I, no, I'm no, just sad no, no, no. now. <laughs> Still I trying to figure out when Steam Summer Sale's coming. Any day. Uh, Steam Summer Sale. If you look at the Steam page, they've got these tantalizing offers of, oh, you know, this is 66% off at the moment. Oh, yeah, you know, you can get these. 50% off on this uh, on this title. Yeah, Every day. Yeah, probably. Um, except that in a minute, like probably two days, you're going to change that to 75% off on you. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's oh. that's pretty much just Valve. They're, they're trying to, to lure you into a false sense of, of value and then they're going to re- reduce the price even more. Yeah, but it's... Oh, that... That that brings me to what I wanted to uh, talk about. The oh, Steam yeah. marketplace. The Steam motherfucking marketplace. I yeah, love it. About it. I so do tell. You two. know, it, it started uh, what it is four days ago, uh, mm-hmm. three or four days when the cards came out. Yeah. And I like everyone else. You know what the fuck is this? I I don't care. I don't. I'm not gonna collect and trade cards. I've got a couple of them. But um. then I realized I can sell them. <laughs> yeah. Make money. So, so, so I have. So I've been shut up, uh, shut up. So I've been selling cards, like you know, cards and uh, Team Fortress Two weapons and stuff. Yeah. And I haven't made as much like uh, Thomas Strong that made forty-five bucks. Jesus Christ! I, I've made fifteen euros so far for doing nothing for okay. games, games I already own. So that's I I I love it. So explain this to me. So in my um, where do we get it? Uh, in my inventory. Shall I? Yeah. Start, I'll tell you what I have. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, I have, in terms of like things I could probably sell, I've got obviously the worthless um, six million Dota two invites. Yeah. <laughs> I've got three trading card beta access things, which is going to help. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> I've got a uh, Super Monday Night Combat, which is obviously free. Yeah. Um, I've got Steam Mobile access, which is obviously free. You can't sell any of that so far. Obviously, Go I've, I've got... And then, trading card-wise, I've got the Medic, the Sniper, yep. the Soldier, and the Heavy, and another Soldier. I've got a swap for a Soldier. And I've got something called Colon Trading Card Colon. <laughs> I don't know Okay, that so Seven each card more. you have is worth about 20 euro cents. Yeah, 20 or you... 15. Yeah, 15 probably. Okay. You... Yeah, so you can sell those. Uh, and then uh, colon, trading card colon, is your only emoticon. Oh, right, that's what that is. Yeah, so everyone has that emoticon. You can sell it, but it's worthless. You can sell I don't it for think about I have it. a penny. Yeah, you have it. Weird. Uh, I didn't even know there were emoticons in this. Uh, there is now. Oh, yeah, I have so many emoticons. It's insane. And no, apparently... Uh, shoestring can't use trading card. No, I, I don't know that. Well, well, look at well, well, let's look at. Oh, wow, I I got it. Uh, uh, you, you have AIDS you, as well. No, I don't. Look, here's trading card. Here's colon trading card foil colon. Mm, it's slightly gray. I like how you say oh. that. I'm browsing. Oh. Okay, look, look, it's colon heart colon. It's the heart pickup from Binding of Isaac. Ooh, ooh! I actually really want that. My nipples. Are I, anything, anything from, um, uh, any, anything from, uh, Banny Isaac. I want, just want. 
Okay, like... so the way you get trading cards is you get into a you go to your profile, you look at your badges, and then you can see which which games that you have in your inventory that you can get trading cards for. Yeah. And the way you get trading cards is you play a game for 20 minutes. And it, you unless don't unless have... unless it's yeah. free to play. If it's yeah, then you have to spend money to get cards. But you know that's if you buy stuff inside a free-to-play game, then you will start to get cards. But no. Okay. Yeah, it's better if you just buy them. Makes sense. Makes in sense. Con- in conclusion, play some Binding of Isaac, get oh. four cards, and then you have to buy the rest of the cards on the marketplace. And then you get, and then when you get the whole set of cards, dude, dude, when you get the whole set of cards, then you then you can craft a badge. And then when you craft a badge. That badge is yours. You can't trade it. And you get uh, experience. You, you get some experience, which increases your steam level. And I don't know what but, And by proxy, for. your penis size. Uh, you then get a, an emoticon from the game you crafted a badge from and uh, a steam background and a steam coupon. Possibly. Well, those sound absolutely pointless. But okay. yes. Or uh, you sell go. them and make a tiny bit of money. Yeah. Uh, go to my profile, and you'll see that I have a Steam background from The Binding of Isaac. It's pretty good. That's cool. I like, I like that. Um, I play a lot. I've, I've got 123 hours played in Binding of Isaac, so it's all good. <laughs> Noob. <laughs> um, yeah, I know I know. it's not as good as you. maybe you've done, but... Um, How far have you got? Uh, oh, I've got um, I the last boss, but I never beat it. Is it like the last last boss Wait. or the last yeah. boss or yeah because oh. they because there are so many last bosses yeah. that you uh, should... the, uh, um, sorry devil um, okay no, so is it the... Isaac it's is it... yeah Isaac uh huh well there's one after that so spoilers it never ends uh, was no, it Isaac it no yeah it was Isaac yeah it was Isaac because yeah, he has that, Isaac... that tear attack and I also I've, I fought fought the devil I can't beat either of them. Hmm. Well, I've beaten the devil and Isaac with every character, and now I have to beat the last last boss with every one of them again. Such a I yeah, I beat I beat the last boss is question mark question mark question mark. I beat him with Isaac, and that's it. So Did far. you have you beat question mark question mark question mark with question mark question mark question mark? Oh uh, no, that's the hardest part of the game, I think. Yeah, where you can't get any more hearts. Yeah. Question mark, question mark, question mark only has soul hearts. No regular hearts. So is um, Bunny of Isaac, I know just to go on a tangent here about Bunny of Isaac, is it still virtually unfrappable? Virtually what? Unfra- like un- uh, unrecordable. Uh, no, uh, everyone records it all the time. See, I don't see that many like let's plays of Bunny of Isaac. I, I recently Excuse saw a speedrun uh, championship or tournament, whatever, mm. uh, live streamed. It was pretty good. It's so nice. intense when the when these people who actually know how to play Isaac play Isaac. That's cool. It's amazing. That's really cool. Um, I just remember cool it game. when it first came out. I remember it was almost unfrappable, like the the way that the scaling worked and stuff. I remember. Well, it it's a flash game. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's people need to stop making games in flash. It's. Uh, it's I actually like, know why yeah. it's made in flash because it it was originally just a. Uh, uh, a quick um, browser game, what? right? No, a uh, jam game. It's like it was oh, a game right, jam right. game. And, and yet, then, one of my favorite in the last probably like five yeah, years. And, and then it turned out to be Edmund McMillan's second greatest game. Yeah, well, actually, I think greatest. I prefer it to Me Boy. 
I don't even remember buying uh, uh, Binding of Isaac. I, 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 it, was, I don't know. it was in a bundle. It, oh, no, it, wait, it, you, oh, you never bought bundles before a few days ago. No, not uh, Royal, no, like Humbles, no. I have no idea why I have that game. Hmm. It's, it, Jesus it, gave it, it to me. It was on sale. Probably. Fuck you, it's Steve. entirely possible. <laughs> I've... Evangelized by uh, I've evangelized Isaac quite a lot. I, you know, I've got at least three, four of my real life friends who don't even play games that much. Some, some of them uh, to buy Binding of Isaac because it's so fantastic. Uh, have you played? Uh, so uh, uh, I have to pull up the full name here. It's kind of long. Uh, library. It's called uh, Sword uh, Sword of the Stars: The Pit. No, it's uh, also Sword of the Stars, yeah, uh, the bit. It's uh, it's a roguelike as well, but it's mm. kind of turn-based because every two moves you take, you, they also get one, like depending on your speed and stuff. Okay. And you you are just in you know dungeon crawling, and you see from top down, and you find weapons, you find gear, you can craft them, and you have ammo. You know you have to reload maybe in the middle of fight. Oh fuck! They're getting close, getting close. And, yeah. You know, so it's it's very punishingly hard as well if you play on normal. I have a, a, a reasonably similar um, turn-based roguelike. Uh, I have Dungeons of Dreadmar. Yeah, I have that. I think Sword of the Stars, the pit is better. It's less messy. It's more. Uh, one enemy is more dangerous in that than like Dreadmar. It's just kind of a big jumble of stuff. Yeah. Sword of the Stars, the pit is tighter it's it's better I, um I the one the one thing i really didn't like about it and this is one of the reasons i really like uh, isaac and one of the reasons i didn't like dreadmore quite as much was mainly because when you get an item in dreadmore it doesn't change your physical your visual appearance yeah, so yeah that's true felt kind of boring um not in a purely like in a purely shallow way um i feel so much better knowing that my attacks look different or my uh, character looks different, or attacks uh, behave more, uh, I mean, behave if you, differently. If you um, take but... a, if you take a newbie and then show him like you or Isaac run through after like I don't know forty minutes of playing, uh, it he'll he won't know what he's looking at. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. It's a weird mess of like horns and tumors and women's underwear and coat hangers. Yeah. What do you think to? Um, Edmund McMillan's next uh, stated game about breeding cats. It's good. Lots of cats in there. I like cats. So many cats. I think... Wait. There's a, there's some very specific number of cats that are possible in that game. Yeah. It's... Uh, cat Lady. Mugenics, that's the one. That's what it's called. <laughs> Mugenics. Um, I think it looks interesting. Really interesting. It's got a... Interesting aesthetic, kind of, it's black and white, and um, you are a cat lady, as in cats are all over your house. Um, it's kind of got a cross-section of the house, and various rooms and stuff, and there's cats all over, the, like, one on the top of the fridge, and there's, like, three of them all on the sofa and stuff. I like cats quite a lot, so... Um, everyone does. Yeah, everyone on the internet, anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so, I found the exact number of cats in Mugenics. Yeah? Uh... I'll just count the zeros right now. You guys keep talking. <laughs> I've just seen it. I have just seen it. The current number of cats in eugenics is um, that many. Too many. 
Um, it's an astronomical number. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Anyway, that's whoa. We just talked about a new game, guys. Can we give ourselves a pat on the back? Woo! We did it. I'll pat myself. Yep. I'll give you a pat on the head. And by that, I mean shit. You're gonna pat my shit? No, I'm gonna shit on your head. Oh. So the entire um, possible cats in eugenics is uh, two times times 10 to the 23rd power. And 23 zeros is a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot of zeros. I don't even know what that means. You go to edmundn.com. It's like like a two with 23 zeros. Speaking of weird numbers, what happened to that uh, Notch game? The... Like the sequel to my OX OX ten C. Yeah, didn't he discontinue that? I was super excited for that. And he stopped or something? I don't know. I think it's just in. I think it's in limbo. Because I really want Minecraft in space. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's all I want because, like, the two things I love in life: space and Minecraft. I was on the official subreddit for that game and um I tweeted at Notch. I asked him if the game Hello, would have... Oh, hi. You're know. interrupting me. But yeah, yeah Adam sorry. Owen. Yeah, Adam Owen. Sorry, back. mine's Adam Owen. Anyway. Uh OX10C's subreddit. Yeah. I tweeted at Notch. I asked him if the gravity in OX10C is gonna work like is it gonna be magic gravity plates or is it gonna be centripetal force? Because that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then he responded. Yay! Nice. Watch, tweeted at me or something. What was the answer? Uh, he said magic gravity plates. Ah, oh, okay. And then I posted that to the uh, subreddit where he had a discussion with some people in the comments. So, that was my moment of glory. Um, I just want to point out that uh, if you go to edmundm.com, uh, Edmund McMillan's site, which is a Tumblr, um... You scroll down to the second second re- most recent post. Yeah, it's uh, embedded with four four videos of Tonetta. Yeah, that was mentioned on the chatcast as well. Uh, I uh, wait, Kelso. Yeah, Kelso uh, gave two Tonettas in Gogo, which everyone should give to. <laughs> Fantastic! Absolutely amazing. Um, he deserves every penny. I think he's saving up till retirement or something. Probably. I don't want to know what that man's going to do with uh, retirement. I mean, no. If he's retired, if he's retired, he's collecting welfare and he can make awesome videos. Fantastic. Fantastic. And we all know welfare uh, is pretty just, awesome. Yeah. Everyone yeah. here. Especially shoestring. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. were we on games of the week? I think I did mine-ish. I, I, I was gone for ages. What did you guys yeah. talk about? Because my internet went bad. Uh, oh, okay. Rogue likes. We talked about Binding of Isaac. Uh, selling things on Steam. Nico. All sorts yeah. of things. <laughs> uh, so, on a complete and utter tangent, um, has everyone been watching the new series of Teenage Pokemon? No. Yes, yes I have. What do you think? Yes. It's pretty good. I, I was really surprised. I mean, it, 
I kind of like Let's Plays. I mean, I don't, uh, if something, if I'm doing something, I won't mind having a play on in the background. So, yeah, it was an interesting episode of watch. Mm. Um, I, I find, I'm starting to find that it isn't, it's funny in very, very small parts. Like, there aren't, it, it's not particularly funny just generally. Um, but yeah. what it is, is entertaining. Like, I find myself wanting to watch it anyway. Um and yeah. it's it's basically because it's just it's Jonathan Holmes who has an idea in his head and just like with his album and just like with a lot of his writing, it's just he has an idea in his head, he puts it forth in a really interesting style, in his own style, and um that makes me happy. I have yeah, to say if, that I don't I don't think I'd like this show if uh if I didn't know that Jonathan was making it. Uh because I just like I guess I know at least on some level, how he thinks. Like, if I if I just stumble upon this cartoon, I wouldn't give it a shot past the first episode. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to say that I have never really liked his, like, opinions and views or humor. Or him at all? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know the man. I just don't, you know, his taste of games, you know, what he finds funny, it doesn't work with me. So whenever I don't, uh, what is it? When it's on Podtoid and he starts talking about his games, I just blank out and wait for Jim to say something about his anus. Really? See, I find a lot of the um, things that Johnson has to say about games very um, primal, very. Um... No, no, yeah, they're definitely interesting and provocative. I, I, fi- but... I find it too limited. He only really knows about Nintendo and a few old like stuff he doesn't he's he's so so very narrow in what he knows he is and yet i feel like um he approaches um the way he views yeah, games as a uh how would i, how would I put this yeah the way I, f- I find um jonathan holmes is writing to be the way i find his uh, ideas right. on uh on kind of games to be is just primal stuff like it, he, he feels if a game made him feel something he'll let you know um and it's not because he has a greater plan for things like jim when you li- read jim's work read jim's uh, reviews when you when you read jim's reviews it's very scientific he knows um about the greater structure of the games industry where it where trends are taking people what it yeah. has to do with the the industry at large Whereas um, I think it, with with Jonathan, it's just I played this game and it made me feel this, and I th- I feel like that's a strength. I don't think that's a weakness. I think him well, him being very micro focused is a strength. The thing is, uh, I think he is uh, he is okay with some things being bad as long as it has a name attached to it. Like he will stand up and like, put out with, no, put up with a bad Zelda game because it is another Zelda game. I don't know. He didn't like Mario Kart 7. Yeah, but no one likes... I don't know. Who has a strong attachment to Mario Kart? Well, some people do. Madman. Even, even crazier than Holmes. Yeah, probably. Uh, I would really like, if I ever met Holmes, I would not want to talk about games. I would t- want to talk about his day job, because that sounds Ooh, fascinating. Yeah. I, I, have, uh, I have mentioned it on the page, that I have a fascination with like 
crazy people, diseased minds. I, I, I would love to hear about his day job. Think wrongs. Yeah, think wrongs, mentals. Uh, Riders wi- of the sunshine bus. Window lickers. Matt, help us out here. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, spastics. I yeah, think. that's a good one. Um, spactards. <laughs> that's a new one. People with boo-boos in their brains. I wish I had boo-boos in my brain. Uh, I have boobs in my brains all the time. Oh, Christina Hendricks. Oh my. I have been playing really? some. Uh, Dota 2, Sorry because it's free. Ooh, do tell. Tell me about Dota 2. I have some uh, really extreme thoughts about Dota 2. Well, uh, I'd like to I, your input. I, I, I don't go in to win super hard. Like, I just want to play and kill some people. Mm-hmm. I'm not super focused on winning. So I just, uh, oh, it's going bad. Oh, well. But, you know, there's some people that, oh, you have to play it this way. You have to play it this way. You know, fuck you, fuck you, retard. So, I, Russians. Russia, yes. The two first uh, unpleasant people I found were both Russians. Yeah. Like, really, mm. why don't you speak Russian? Fuck you. Welcome fuck you. to Eastern European servers. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> you so are. I, I was on European and American with, uh, like, English set. Mm. So he shouldn't be, you know, bitching about people not speaking Russian. The thing I find, like, if you are going to play um, a, uh, like, Dota 2... Because it's free, it's it's good. Um, I, I find I find that you do, I don't think you want to play Dota. I don't think Dota is is the game for you if you want to play and just and kill people and stuff like that. Um, there are better mobas for you because Dota. Well, for, for a start, but the the thing with Dota is um, this. Okay, uh, it's based on a mod. It's based on D- the Dota mod for Warcraft Three. Uh, Warcraft Three was a strategy game. And what that means is, feeding into Dota, Dota 2 is the same as Dota uh, in almost all respects, apart from, you know, the way that business is dealt with. Um, it's not even a, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's not a mod anymore. It's a full game with all the uh, marketplace stuff and people designing things. Yeah, Other than but, that, it's about but... the same game. People wanted to maintain the feeling of the last game, which is of fair course. enough. Yeah. But the problem was that the last game, I mean, Dota and, and Dota 2, are obtuse as hell. <laughs> if you think that you have to buy a specific item to just get back, uh, just to teleport back to base, you need to buy a specific item just to be able to know how to create another item. You've got to buy res- recipes. You've well, got to that, have someone uh... on your team um, buy a little animal messenger just so you can buy things on the go. That's not so bad. I, if you just uh, go to the... Like the... There's one, there's two bits of the store, you know, normal and upgrade. And if you just buy the upgraded one when you have the money, then it combines uh, instantly. So you don't have to carry the shit around if you just have all the money right away. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. But it it does feel like a very, very obtuse system, especially things like the secret store and all that that stuff. It is for people. The game is for people who um, already know how to play the game. You know, yeah. Dota 2 is for Dota players. Yeah, but fuck them. Um, I'm playing it my way. Okay, so yes, you are. And what you're going to do is, you, is you're going to find a lot of flack from people who want to play it their way and want to play it the way, you know, the game was... Um, that they, they built it for, if you see what I mean. 
Um, and That's why I like what Counter-Strike Go did with the competitive mode. It's the best thing. Mm. To um, filter out the noobs and just, you know, have the people who want to play, play very, very well. It's great. I just, I find that there are better MOBAs out there for people who um, don't want that strate- uh, strategic aspect of it. So yeah, if you don't want to be... to buy them. Not necessarily. Like, uh, Orsonauts, yeah, you got to you got to pay for but that's a absolutely kick-ass game totally worth the money um other other than that you've got league of legends you don't have to buy that that is a lot more casual um it's still in the same style as um dota absolutely worse um kind of behavior Uh, a lot of toxic behavior in uh, the the lol community but i I think that's getting better Um, is it the most played pc game in the world i think so yeah Yeah. Well, I mean, Dota is the most played Steam game in the world, but mm-hmm. I don't know about yeah. the Legends. Is, is yeah, um, uh, most played PC game in the world. Um, and finally, the game I've been playing a lot of is Smite, um, which is a MOBA, but doesn't subscribe to any of the traditional MOBA things. Just like Awesome Note makes it into a kind of um, 2D platformer, uh, Smite makes it into a kind of third person behind the character. Um, uh, version of a game where you are relying a lot on placing your shots. Uh, you actually have to, you know, do skill shots and that sort of thing a lot. Uh, you're not just clicking. You're actually trying to target stuff and uh, encounter that sort of thing. I find that a lot more fun um, because it's more. It, it, it the focus there is on on the combat, on tactics of the combat and team play rather than um, knowing your way around the map and the strategy of that sort of thing. Yeah, well, I, as I say, it's free, so I really don't care. I mm. find when I buy a game, I have to get my money's worth. Yeah. That, that's why I don't play MMOs. I feel I have to play a set amount of time, because or else I'm not, uh, you know, the subscription, I have to make it worth something. Yeah, yeah. So if it's free, I can just fuck about, and I don't care what people say to me. If they're being mean, I just say, yeah, well, if you don't like people playing the way, you know, uh, you know, mixed company. Then you should uh, form a, uh, you know, a party. Yeah. So they, you know, I, I just shut them up by saying something uh, in proper English and with long words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the best way. You're gonna get that kind of like behavior everywhere you go. You're gonna have flaming because people are very much. It's you know, it's a team game and people are. Are very prone to say, oh well, this person didn't go, do as well as me. Therefore, had that person not been there, or you know, I was carrying the team and I was doing amazing. And oh, if yeah. only this person wasn't uh, was better, then we would have won. But team I, Fortress I... Two isn't that that Team Fortress Two has always been quite nice, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's a lot less apparent that you're bad at Team Fortress Two. But oh, some I... people can be fucking murdering that, and you, it's easy to notice the good ones. As I prove. Constantly, uh, when I go into Destructoid's regular um, Team Fortress 2 events, uh, which everyone should come and play on, by the way. I think they do it Tuesdays and Fridays. Are they in, are they in Europe as well? Uh, because I can't, get, I, I can't connect times. to American uh, servers. Oh, you well. can't. Um, probably not then. I'm not sure where the, where the server is. But um, people, yeah, should should join in with that. I've I've been to probably about two or three of those over the last couple of weeks, and I'm really really enjoying those. Anyway, um, that's why I've got all those trading cards from Team Fortress. Yeah, sell them. 
Yeah, I will do. I'm going to. Um, it's good to have a little extra change for the Steam sale. Yep, true, true. Or I could I get have, that back. I have spent I have spent over twenty bucks on uh, Steam trading cards and whatnot. Yeah, but you're a filthy little Mongolian. Fucking <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. Norwegians. Um, by the oh. way, uh, Smite is also free. I should point that out. Oh, really? Um, free to play. You can buy every. You know they, they've got a thing where it's like twenty, uh, twenty pounds. So probably an equivalent amount of euros for um, every character in there. But otherwise, yeah. you've got you can you can earn every character in there through playing, and um, you know. But yeah, no, twenty quid for everything. That's incredibly good. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's made. It's made by the same people who made um, Tribes Ascend. High res. I hear that's a good game. I never played it, though. Really, really good game. I, I loved the complexity of that game in that, you know, people who were really good at it were not just good at shooting and predicting movement, but the also skiing was great. skiing. Yeah, really, really good at getting speed up and doing all that right. I was terrible at it, but I still enjoyed the game because I just enjoyed, you know, watching people who were just incredible at it, flying across the uh, map at breakneck speeds and managing to do all that cool stuff and then still, still land a shot while moving at, you know, 100 miles an hour. I did play that other really, really large scale free to play game. Plane A? What's it called? Planescape? Planescape? Wasn't Planescape uh, Torment like. Oh no, no, I'm trying. Uh, Planetside? Planetside, Planet yeah. Planetside, yeah. Planetside 2. A lot of people like, are liking that. I've never played it, but. I played it and I got confused because, like, it's a big, big, big battlefield with, like, hundreds of people. Mm. And I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, you're supposed to join up with uh, like like, or, a guild. So yeah, that, I don't understand if I'm it. trying to take over something or defending it or just killing people. or Yeah, yeah you, you need to take orders from someone. That's the best way to play that game, I think. Mm. <sighs> Fucking hell. Um, it's like an MMO, really. You know, you just uh, at, at some point, you get to the place where you've stopped leveling. Uh, you get to a certain level and you're like, I don't have a direction. And then you join up with other players, you make friends, and then you're like, well, our direction collectively is this, so why don't you contribute? And you go, yeah, I feel like I'm contributing to a collective like I am genetically ingrained to do. So um, yeah. do you win matches, or does it just keep going? In you, side. Yeah. yeah, you win the hexagon you were fighting over. Uh-huh. Yes. And then you win uh, hexagons. And I get to shoot with pew pew guns? Yeah, get to I, drive pew pew tanks. I oh, I, I'll tell, tell you one, a little really cool thing I did. I was in one of those, like a gravity tank floating, and I crested a hill, and I saw at least 20 or 30 of the other team just running over it. So it, I was just in that tank, just blasting, bam, 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 taking them all, all out. It's that's the kind of thing that can't happen in a small like uh, mm-hmm. Call of Duty or even yeah. Battlefield. Yeah, Just I mean a wave of them. It was awesome. You say you can shoot pew pew guns, but um, I'm not interested until you can shoot poo poo guns. Poo! Oh dear. Um, that's what I want from a, a shooter game. Well, no, that's Saints Row 2. Yeah, and that's then, what I'll be buying. Then Dolph Lundgren will show up. <laughs> yeah. I mean... We're just like feeling the bullets. Oh, curing <laughs> AIDS, curing AIDS. Oh, shoot me in the face, shoot me in the face. <laughs> oh, Dolph Lundgren should uh, definitely uh, lawsuit. Um, <laughs> Make me. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Uh, should we? We got. To, we're about uh, an hour and three quarters in. Yep. Shall we, we uh, wind it down? We've lost Adam. Unfortunately, he had connection issues. Yes. But should we? Should we wind it down? And uh, I tell you what. Let's start talking. Uh, stop talking um, about all this stuff and uh, start plugging each other, shall we? Oh. I'd like to plug both of you. Ooh, we do that joke every podcast. It's, it never gets old. Never, never. No. Um, so, yeah, I will do the plugs for Adam, shall I? Um, do it. If you go to adamowenforthewin.tumblr.com, you can get uh, Adam's uh, art. Um, very nice art he's done for us. The, um, the border art, what, the border art, the banner art for uh, the uh, podteed dot com one that one that we do you know this thing that you're listening to it's horrible isn't that it's just why why does anyone listen to this why did you sit through all this are you hard at least please at least we've done something i, I uh, want if, you to be if we listen if we've made any any blood uh in your body pump to any part other part of your body um whether it's uh, whether it's you know to to your nether regions or to your wrists, um, because you're rapidly losing blood from there. There's there's you know I feel good about myself. I always do. Um, but yeah, I I you can find me on Twitter at Matt Speaks Words. Um, I don't have much else on at the moment. Um, however, I did. Just weirdly enough, I was at a street party yesterday. Uh, my yes, my is this is like rural Britain. I'm living in it's suburban Britain where we actually have street parties, like it's the end of World War Two. And um, I met a friend called uh, uh, I've forgotten his name, uh, a neighbour, but um, he has a channel just. Uh, which is called Vicstar uh, YouTube channels, I should say, uh, called Vicstar One Two Three, and he has like over three hundred thousand subscribers. And I was like, Jeez. I've lived near someone with that many subscribers. He does like uh, PvP Minecraft and some Call of Duty stuff. Oh, um, nice. And um, Vikram is his name. And he, like, I I never knew. I never I absolutely knew. This guy's been my neighbour for years, and I never knew he. Uh, uh, had that channel, so go check out that stuff if that's something you're interested in. Sure, string. You're you're Swedish. Do you live next to PewDiePie? And if you did, what would you do to him? I would uh, I would get a large uh, burlap sack, and I would put him in there. And I I don't know. I would probably just hit him with a brick until he goes quiet. Finally, quiet. <laughs> Finally, it's a sound plan. You will speak no more. Uh, he doesn't speak. He screams. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> What's wrong with that? He he clearly has mental problems. But hey, he finds things funny that twelve-year-olds find funny, and that's why he's perfect for twelve-year-olds. I really think he's putting it on, though. He he looked like the he looks at the video game angry video game nerds, and they're oh. Cursing, that's funny. Screaming, that's funny. No, no, I think he, I think he does genuine. Like, I don't think he fakes any of it. It's partly though. I think he did like, you know, what will make me popular, and then he, he's sticking with it. I don't know. It's, uh... Well, he's actively making twelve-year-olds, twelve-year-olds worse. Can't speak anymore. 
Uh, not that I've been speaking a lot. So, Stewstring, what have you been doing? Uh, I don't really have any Twitters or stuff like that. I I keep my shit private, you know that. No, you have a Twitter account. I do not. Yeah, you do. I don't. I don't know. You should I probably ha- just Google Muad or something in Twitter. And I, I follow him. I have a DeviantArt page. Okay, plug the DeviantArt page or your anus or both. I will plug it into my D. De- um, see how, how do you? You know, it's uh, uh, it's Muad. Uh, M. It's uh, oh, fucking hell. M U A D Y. Uh, dot dev, deviantart.com He does porn. No, I do not. That's uh, regular stuff. Oh, okay. I am a anchor. So what's, I, what, what's the porn one? Which which what which? Uh, uh, I, I don't have one. That's just for fun and practice. Oh, that's a shame. Um, I should I should get a Tumblr actually for that stuff, but I can't yeah. be. Honest. So I need a porn on Tumblr, so that'll fit right in. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, the other thing. I just wanted to say was I'm going to be delving into the world of probably lots of microtransactions to look at uh, this week uh, the mighty quest for epic loot which got demonstrated at E3 you know the Ubisoft panel um, um, there was a very entertaining like skit uh, thingy where some guy was trying to go into a castle and he's talking about how his castle can't be beaten and it was funny um, but uh yeah, it's kind of free-to-play game. I'm going to be looking at what it is. Um, I've just got into the beta, you see. So I will be talking about that next week, I think. Well, that's good Good if you do the Steam Marketplace. That's even more uh, microtransaction shit. Yeah, true. true. Except you get money in that case. Maybe I'll use it to pay for the microtransactions in this one. Tiny, tiny, like 10 cents. What? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we... Uh, should we I haven't plugged myself. Well, you could plug yourself what? as much as you need to. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, my Twitter account is KillerMime93. Uh, I edit the Patoid Wiki sometimes, and you should too, because seriously, no one edits the thing. And uh, that's about it. Jesus, you're born in the 90s. Oh, I hate yes, young people. I hate young people. 1993. I was born in 1990, so I was just, just. Oh, I hate you. If you were not born in the 80s, then you're just a horrible person. I mean, technically, the year, kind of the first century AD started with year one. So, technically, I was born in the 80s. No, because the 80s means the 1980s. It's shorter for the 1980s. So there's 1980, 1981, 1982, etc. 84 was the best one. Because that's when you were born? And Jim. Oh. I I share a birth year with the Holy Prophet. What? Mm. Like, what horrid monstrosity was ruling the planet when that happened? Uh, It was like a a white Obama. Okay. Fair enough then. Makes sense. Yeah, white Obama, basically. Taking all, taking all of our money and uh, you know, our, our freedom. Thanks, Obama. Fuck you. Thanks, white Obama. <laughs> uh, You've been listening to the Potteed Podcast. I yes, think we should end it. Shit. Yes. yes. And uh, from, from all of us here at the Potteed Podcast, where is Potteed? Where, where the is fuck it? is Potteed? 
Where is it, guys? Hotwood? 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 Hotw